Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host as usual, Ajitesh. And today's episode is actually quite random, quite whimsical, I would say, because I was just feeling so hyper and I just wanted to record a podcast episode for some reason. But I'm going to make it super valuable. It's going to be about tracking food and obstacles that people face when it comes to tracking food. Not in the sense that the the problems people have with measuring and recording but in terms of mindset i would say how people tend to perceive calorie counting as something which is unnecessary obsessive and why should i even count calories i don't believe in calorie counting i've heard that as well so you know these are kind of mental roadblocks which make it difficult for you to if you're someone who has these kind of, you know, mental roadblocks, it's going to make it difficult for you to reach your fat loss goals effectively because you just don't want to use the tools which will let you get there. Then you'll have to use methods which rely a lot on guesswork. And in that case, it's just going to take longer. So I hope that this episode will clarify a lot of things. And by the way, there is no script for today's episode. So I'm just going to be talking all right, I have a few points in my head which I want to talk about. And going forward, I actually want to make this podcast kind of, you know, spontaneous with like, with structure, of course, but not scripted. Because I feel like that is more challenging and also in a way more enjoyable because I like to be in the moment when I'm talking about these things because I really enjoy these topics. I I don't like to plan and... um type out an entire script beforehand I feel like this is so much more natural and I feel much more into you know the what do I say speaking all right so to start off with why should you even track your food okay so one common thing that I have seen people um, that I've heard from people is that they ask me you know, why should I even track my calories? I want to not be obsessive about food. I don't think you need to count calories to lose fat, lose weight. Yes, you're correct. You don't need to. Okay. But the analogy that I like to use is that when you look at a piece of thread, a piece of rope, and I ask you, can you tell me the length of this piece of rope? you would have a fairly good estimate of, say, is this one foot, one and a half foot, uh, one and a half feet, two feet, depending on, you know, the length of rope. And you would have a general sense of how long that piece of rope is. That is because since childhood, you have been using that one foot long ruler for all your maths classes, maybe in college if you're in engineering or some kind of discipline where you used those rulers so you'd be used to it now if i ask the same question to a kid who is barely into in school and ask them to guesstimate the length of a piece of rope they likely will not be able to do it as accurately as you or perhaps they would not be able to do it at all because they don't have the same kind of experience using a ruler for the amount of time that you have all right so tracking your calories is in a way similar to that all right if you have never 
understood how food, how energy in food actually works. Because food is obviously fuel for our body. Everyone knows that. But why it is fuel is because food contains energy and calories or kilocalories in a more technical um, in a more technically accurate manner, if I if I'm to speak of it, uh, it's a unit of energy. And if you don't know what food items have, what quantity of energy, you have no idea how much fuel you're filling into your body. All right. Another analogy I'd like to bring into the picture is that of a car. All right. So when you're driving a car, you have a fuel gauge to know if your car needs fuel. And when the fuel gauge shows towards empty, you refuel it, right? Now imagine you're on a highway, you're driving a car without a fuel gauge. How are you going to guess at what point of time you're supposed to fill the car up? All right, you have no idea. So it is similar. It is in a way similar for your body that you you need only as much fuel as you're going to be utilizing during the day and you utilize your energy that you're consuming in when you are moving about when you're talking like right now I'm talking for this podcast I'm moving my hands I'm using energy okay uh, you use some energy when you're exercising you you even use energy when you're digesting food okay so everything that you do uses up energy now if you're eating more energy than you're actually using up, it just gets stored in your body, okay? Usually as body fat. Now, this is what happens over a long period of time when you're eating more than you actually need. Uh, you just end up storing that energy. Unlike in a car where if you just fill fuel more than what the car needs, it'll just overflow. But in your body, it just gets stored, all right? Now, how would you tackle this issue? You can either go the guesswork way where you try to see, you know, cut cut off random foods, try to add random foods like, oh, I'll start drinking green tea or I'll just remove all kinds of carbs from my diet. I'll just remove all my snacks from my diet. But this is all guesswork. You could be removing some food categories and instead be overeating other so-called healthy food categories okay people are like um peanuts are so healthy almonds are so healthy you know i'm I'm eating almonds only almonds as snacks and i've removed all these other things that that were unhealthy to say but you have to understand that almonds cashews peanuts these are very fat rich foods which are highly energy dense and when you're thinking that you're consuming healthy stuff, you might actually be consuming a lot of these energy dense snacks, which is not doing you any kind of, you know, favor when it comes to your fat loss goals. So you would be going, getting confused because you would think that I have eliminated all these unhealthy snacks and replaced them with all these healthy foods, so to say, but it is not making any difference to your fat loss progress. That is because the energy consumption is still the same, all right? Or maybe it has gone up because you're overeating these healthy foods. It is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. 
Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. So if you see the point that I'm trying to make by now is that in order to make accurate, you know, calculations about how much fuel your body actually needs, you have to be willing to measure and quantify your food for a certain amount of time. All right. Otherwise, your current understanding of nutrition in the form of energy composition of food is at a kindergarten level. And like a kid in kindergarten who cannot accurately tell how much, you know, the length of a rope is just by looking at it, you cannot tell what the energy quantity of a certain food is just by looking at it. So you have to be willing to subject yourself to the process of learning this. But thankfully, you don't have to go through 12 years of schooling to learn this. You can do this just by sticking to the process for around, I would say, a couple of months, right? You'd get very good at it just within a couple of weeks if you stick to the process. But within a couple of months, you'd be super proficient. Okay, so another reason why people tend to fail in their fat loss progress is because they only think about calories and diet and nutrition when they're actually going out with friends. All right. And this is kind of crazy because the the environment where you should be concerned about these things is when you have control over the foods that you're eating. All right. So when a kid wants to learn how to measure, you know, lengths using a ruler, he would be taking fixed lengths, you know, in his textbook of different lines, different shapes, and he would be using his ruler to, you know, find that and then compare that to the solution given in the book, right? So it's it's in a controlled environment. He would not be going out in the environment, out in the, you know, physical outdoors, grabbing random pieces of, you know, rope, strings, putting them against the ruler where he has no way to verify if that is correct, not correct. So when you're training yourself to learn the method, you cannot do it in an environment of uncertainty. You cannot do that when you're going out with friends. You cannot be obsessing over calories when you're going out with friends. This part needs to be done when you're home. Okay, when you know exactly how much food uh, ingredients, how much of what ingredient is going into your food. Okay. And you can very well do this using a food scale. Food scales are used by all kinds of, you know, bakers, chefs. All right. It's called a kitchen scale and very reasonably priced. You should get one. And then you can weigh your ingredients before you cook them. And that way you'd know what is going into your, you know, dishes, into your meals. All right. And then you can keep a record of those in your food diary. All right. Nowadays, it's so accessible. You can get MyFitnessPal, an ever-growing database of foods, all right, with the entire macronutrient composition, which is listed there with the calorie content. Everything is there in the app, all right, and the database is always growing. Now, I can't imagine how difficult it would have been if I was born like in the 20th century where I had no MyFitnessPal, <laughs> okay, and I had to do like so much of trial and error to just get things right. It would be like an early man trying to build a car where he has no accurate measuring tools. But now it's so easy because we have very highly sophisticated measurement instruments. 
But when it comes to food, people are not taking advantage of it. They're still eating like they're in the 20th century. Whereas you have free apps that tell you how much energy is there in each you know, food item that you're consuming. You have nutrition labels, which are there in packaged foods. So everything is available to you for free and you're not making use of it. So you should, you know, change that, fix that. So get a kitchen scale. Start weighing your food, your ingredients when you're cooking. Try to keep a food diary. Learn your food habits. All right. And this is how you train yourself to understand the different energy composition of different foods. And then when you go out with friends, you'd be able to do some kind of approximation, guesswork, just by looking at whatever is being served in that, you know, uh, eatery or restaurant. But you cannot reverse engineer this by starting to randomly do guesswork when you're out with friends saying, oh, that is high calorie. I don't, I cannot eat that. Oh, that is, you know, whatever, fattening. But you have no idea how that works because you have no experience with tracking food. So that cannot work. You cannot do this. Okay, It has to be a linear process. First, you have to undergo the training, which is in your own kitchen. Then once you get proficient at it, you'll be able to handle things in uncertain situations, like when you're eating out with friends. Okay, so that covers the basics. And to end this episode, I'll just talk about how to track while you're eating out, okay? Say you got proficient with calorie tracking and your nutrition. What do you do? How do you, how do you, you know, make it work when you're eating out? So here's the trick. When you eat out with friends, you don't actually, you know, try to guess what is the composition of each and every food item. It's not possible. You don't know what they're putting into that gravy of yours. How much of oil is there? How much of... You know, what is there? Chicken is there? Uh, you cannot tell for sure. So what you do in this case is you spare calories. Okay, you spare some amount of energy that your body needs for the entire day and you reserve it for the outing. And you make sure that for the rest of the day, you're on track with your calorie counting. So that is how it works because your the amount of energy that your body needs on a day-to-day basis, it's it's like your budget. Now imagine I give you a daily budget. Say you have this amount of money you to spend throughout the day. Would you be cautious about your expenditure? Yes, right? So it, it works just like that. So you would save some money, in this case your energy, for food to be eaten during your outing. And the remaining of the money or energy you will be using during your during the rest of the day so it's like a budget when you go overboard with your budget then you go into debt okay so that is what you tend to do with your food when you have no idea how much of energy you're consuming so that is when you have no idea of how much money you're spending you're spending as if you have unlimited money then you go into debt and in the case of the body then you put on excess body fat and then you have a problem. All right. So in order to prevent all of these issues, you have to learn how to, you know, track calories, track your food intake, at least for a few months. Okay. In, and in about a year, I would say you would get pretty damn proficient at this. 
All right. So that is it. Thank you for listening. And I hope this episode was useful. I was just so, you know, feeling so hyper for some reason. I don't know why, but I think now I feel better. Initially, I thought I'd do an Instagram live, but, you know, then I thought like maybe I should just do a podcast recording. Then I would share it on Instagram stories and everywhere else. So anyway, thank you for listening and I will see you in the next one. If you found this episode to be enjoyable, share it with a friend who you think will find it useful. And bye-bye. Okay, I had to end this with my usual, um, what did I say? Well, I forgot. Um, Stay tuned, stay safe and stay consistent. Yeah, that was it. Thank you. Bye.